Hey, this is Scott Prioli from DVC-Rental.com. What we do is help Disney Vacation Club members rent out their points when they can't use them. This helps your family save around 40 or 50% off the prices of Disney's deluxe resorts. As you're staying on Disney property, you still get magic bands, fast passes, tickets, and dining plans. Again, you can find us at www.dvc-rental.com or on Facebook if you search for DVC-Rental webpage. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dub Dub Review Podcast. My name is Stacey Nyman, and I'm joined by several friends tonight. Um, first, we have one of the co-hosts, Chris Malik. How are you tonight, Chris? I'm doing very good. Thanks, Stace. Excellent. And we have Pete Ponacorvo coming back for the second week in a row. I know it's super awesome. How are you, Pete? Hey, I'm sweaty, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> oh, sweaty. You have to rub it in. How warm yeah, is it out probably. there, Pete? What, what's the temperature? It, it was it was eighty two. It's seventy three right now at eight o'clock. Oh my goodness graciousness! Yeah, we had thirties, I believe. So not. Yeah, my, not according there. to my phone, it's like twenty. All right, enough of the weather. All right, 30. I don't want to hear no more of your warm weather. Enough. All right. <laughs> All right, we have another person <laughs> with us that's going to commiserate on our cold weather woes as well. So we have a special guest. Um, we have. Tony Frock joining us tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this, I keep on saying tonight, but um, he has graciously agreed to come on and to share an awesome trip report with us. Before we get into all that, though, how are you today, Tony? I am well. How are you guys? Good. We're doing good, buddy. Thank you for joining us. You're quite welcome. My pleasure. All right. Although so I'm, I'm not so ahead. sure that I'm, I'm thrilled with Pete either. I mean, 80, 82 <laughs> degrees. Are you serious? Right. We had enough to hear already. <laughs> Bragging. Nothing. <laughs> okay. So let's start off with this. Tony, what's the weather like where you're at right now? Uh, today it hit mm, 48 degrees. Oh, that's still nice. Was, that's not too bad. Uh, yeah, that's still nice. It, it, it's, it's typical Southeast Ohio kind of winter, you know, 48 and rainy. Okay, so speaking for me, and not speaking for Pete, though I know, and I, I know Stacy as well too. We're, we're not cold weather people, but we're in one of the coldest, uh, probably one of the coldest <laughs> cities in, this, in 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 the country. Are you a, you a cold right. weather person, or do you yearn for like the sunshine and warm all the time? Oh, oh, give me the warmth and the sunshine, absolutely. Okay, are, are there any plans at some point in your life to relocate, like kind of like what the big guy did over there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that. That would be the goal. Okay. Uh, whether or not we can we can pull it off at some point, we'll we'll see. Excellent, excellent. Okay. All right. Well, since we are we've headed out of the Thanksgiving, we can officially start to think about the other holidays coming up. Um, I thought we'd kind of go around before we get started with the show and talk about what resort we think puts on the best holiday display. Um, if somebody takes your response, you can go with an honorable mention. Wow. To- how about guests first? Tony, What which resort do you think does the best? Um, <clears throat> I think hands down it's going to have to be Wilderness Lodge. 
good pick. Yeah, why, why I mean, do you think yeah, that? why is that? You know, it's it's the whole when when you walk in. Of course, you've already got the whole woodsy, you know, vibe going on already with the whole lodge deal. Um, but then you throw in that massive Christmas tree, and they throw, you know, they they just put poinsettias and stuff everywhere, and it's it's just it's be, it's gorgeous. It's beyond gorgeous. Um, there there's some others that do a a really really great job, but. But to me, yeah, Wilderness Lodge is just hands down top notch. Beauty. Beauty. Yeah, it's pretty much the epitome of Christmas. It really is. <laughs> How about you, Pete? You, I'm sure you've seen some some decorations um, as of lately. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the resorts lately. Um, I was in, in as much as I kind of dig on Grand Floridian as a resort that I would not want to stay at. That's that gingerbread house is just crazy. I mean, yeah. it's a gingerbread house. They sell gingerbread houses out of it. That's how big it is. <laughs> and it's the smell is, is amazing in there, too. It just smells so good. And and this year, it's actually put it in the middle of the lobby. It's not off to the side on one end like it usually is. So, I mean, yeah. it really is like front and center this year. So it's nice. like the centerpiece. Yeah, it's it's the middle, the very middle of the entire lobby now. Nice. That's all re- right. The two the two big ones are taken, Chris. Well, okay, <laughs> so you know what? I'm not going to go with a lobby at all. When I think of ah. Christmas, one of the ones that I really appreciate, actually, it's 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 a combination, is I really enjoy walking <laughs> around Crescent Lake and seeing mm-hmm. the decorations mm-hmm. of the beach club, the yacht club, and not even so much the boardwalk, but the Christmas lights and all the light poles outside. And then on the inside of, of the, you know, obviously there's smaller lobbies. They have uh, carousel displays and whatnot. I've always thought they were really, really pretty at Christmas time. A little more homey feeling. Like instead of when you walk in having this cavernous lobby, you know, it's only, you know, two levels when you walk in and it's really ornate. So those resorts are the first two that I think of when it comes to Christmas decorations is the Beach Club and the Yacht Club. So you basically took all, you know, the Epcot area. Uh, you know, actually, me, I, I, right? gave, I gave you back Boardwalk. I said I really <laughs> didn't want Boardwalk on that one, so you're welcome to have that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the Contemporary um, just because I think that the wreath they have on the hotel with the monorail going through is impressive. Like, that's what, when we went down a few years back um, just to kind of see the Christmas decorations, that was one of the things that um, we really loved to see. It just felt very welcoming and and very holiday like. Did anybody see the picture Michael Black put up of the tree at Coronado? No, it's beautiful. They used all red and white lights. It almost looks like uh, Chris and Stacy. I know you'll remember Fannie Mae Peppermint Ice. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the tree looks like. Hmm. Beautiful. It has that pinkish kind of. It's really pretty. A lot of love going to go to that resort in the next uh, next next year or so. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, let's jump, Stace. Let, let's get right into our show because okay, we haven't done a trip report for for a few shows, mm-hmm. and I'm particularly interested in hearing Tony's because he did something that I would like to do someday, and I haven't been able to do, and I doubt you'll be able to do anytime soon until your kids are older. You know. So yeah. yeah, so Tony, let's talk all about it. All right, tell us tell okay. us what happened here. 
Um, I went down for the uh, Wine and Dine um, Half Marathon uh, race weekend, and I had done it for the first time last year, and I thought, well, it'd be really cool to go back and do it again. Um, only this time, I kind of started talking to my family about it, and and I asked my one, you know, one of my girls, my oldest girl, if she, if she would want to go. And turns out she couldn't go because uh, there was an event with her work. So you know that was that was kind of out. So then I, I talked to our youngest daughter, uh, who's twenty, and she's in she's in uh, sophomore in college, um, about going. And I knew that was that was a, a no brainer for her because if she could make it work, she's like I said, she's she's the second biggest Disney geek in the family, you know, aside from me. So I, you know, I, I posed the question to her, and she was like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's Let like, "Yeah, I can, okay. I can. I can ditch two class, you know, classes for a couple of days, so no problem." So uh, we we kind of worked out the details and and uh, and and made it happen. So, awesome. Yeah, it was it was cool. We had a lot of fun. Is that your when, first? Tri- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Stacey, please. I was just going to say, what were, what was the dates of the trip? What when is the <clears throat> the wine and dine half marathon now i didn't get down there for the entire weekend it was actually uh friday saturday sunday um the 5k was friday the 10k was saturday and then the the half was on sunday um so that would have been the second second third fourth i guess it was um we actually went down on saturday the third and came home on tuesday the sixth okay um yeah, and and you know there was a lot of logistics in working this whole thing out, um, because when I when I made the the arrangements to do this, um, you know I went on the Run Disney site to register for the half, and it was already sold out. Oh no! Um, yeah, I know. So I'm thinking, okay, how can I make this happen? But and at one point I'm thinking, oh, it's just not going to happen. You know, I started looking into the the whole um, doing it the charity deal mm-hmm. uh, where you raise money through through a charity and and they they get you a um, a bib and all that kind of stuff um, and I didn't really have the time to to do that and stuff so then I started looking at the um, they have some travel companies that you can also get packages through so I started digging around at a, at a couple of those couple three of those at what they had and uh, there was one place that had a good you know a good package a good price and uh, and they had they still had tickets still available, um, so um, I went ahead and got that, and and we wound up staying at uh, at Pop Century, uh, which I had never stayed at uh, before. We you know we've been we've been going down since the girls were little. Um, I think the first time we took them was in the year two thousand. Um, so we've gone numerous times, but never stayed at Pop, um, and so that was <clears throat> that was really kind of cool. And uh, it, it's a great resort. The, the the refurb that they've done is fantastic so yeah those rooms are are pretty nice with the bed that goes you can put up into the wall they really Um, are and the floors yeah yeah and yeah it's a little maybe it's a little noisier in the rooms now with uh without the carpet and stuff um but you have so much more space and yeah i know it's when you pull the bed down it may it might be just a little bit cramped but for two people, it's absolutely fine. Tony, was that um, your, yeah. was that your first experience, Tony, just with one of your of your kids, or or, or yeah? Have you ever gone? I mean, you've gone by yourself before. I'm assuming two as well for solo trips. Well, we've all, we've always gone as a family of four. Okay. You know, all the times we've gone, probably five or six times. And I went last year to wine and dine solo. Um, 
because my wife and and youngest daughter were in Honduras on a mission trip, and my oldest one was working in in Nashville and stuff. So she couldn't she couldn't get there. So you know, I did the solo trip last year, and and uh, then thought, well, let's let's see if one of the girls want to go with me this year. And um, of course, with with Maggie. Um, going from from school, you know, we had to work out some logistics there because she's in she's in Cleveland, Tennessee, in college. So, you know, it was kind of one of those where at, at first she was we were talking about her driving down, and that was eight plus hours for her to drive down, totally unfamiliar territory, having to drive through Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, which she was nervous about, we were nervous about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we actually wound up finding a a. Uh, through Southwest, a very a very cheap air airline ticket for her. Um, so she got a couple of her friends from school to drive her down there, drop her off, so she didn't even have to park her car. Um, drop her off at the airport terminal, you know, early on uh, Saturday morning, and and then she flew in. And then when on the on the way back, you know, they came back down and, and picked her up. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, we even sprung for a hotel for them that Friday night before, so that they could. Um, they drove down to Atlanta on Friday evening after classes were done, and that way they weren't having to get up because her flight left at from Atlanta at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay, I think um, something like that, and <clears throat> you know, just the idea of of having to get up and to save them from having to get up and you know at four o'clock in the morning and, and drive two. It was two and a half hours from from where they are in Cleveland down to Atlanta. So uh, they spent the night in a hotel, then got up the next morning, got her over to the airport by 7 and stuff. And I flew out of Columbus, Ohio, which is a couple hours from, from where we live. And we met up, you know, in, in MCO. I oh, got perfect. There. Yeah, I got there about an hour before she did. Um, so I just kind of hung out and waited. And, and then she flew in. And then we, you know, the journey began. That's that's mm-hmm. awesome that you guys are able to actually meet up at the airport and kind of vacation together outside of the hour long you know d- delay I guess you'd say between your flight and her flight. I wondered when the actual teaming up actually occurred, and I, I thought actually when <laughs> when we initially talked, there might be a chance you might actually drive and pick her up on the way as you go down. You know, so I, I'm not sure if you're yeah yeah I, I I'm not sure. That's a long drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. So I, I get that too as well, especially when you're only spending a few days. Has so, anybody else right. noticed that? Both of them are coming from towns outside of the state you think they're in. Yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Cleveland, Tennessee, not Ohio. Right. Marietta, Ohio, not I, Georgia. Not Georgia, exactly. Like, <laughs> and Stacy started us off saying today and tonight. So right now we're, I know, confu- we're confusing everybody. I know. I'm trying everybody. to work on that. So I don't know where I'm now. supposed to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're on the Magical Express, right? And you're going to pop. Exactly, uh, and and we were. We, there was another thing. We we took the bus to Pop because we were originally. I needed to get over to the expo to get my to get my race packet, you know. And it closed at three, and th- this was just really kind of weird because we had originally planned the way we had kind of originally planned this whole this whole trip was we were going to do Magic Kingdom on Monday, um, you know, because that that was that was looking at all of the 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 schedule of hours that was going to be a full day at magic kingdom so we thought great this will work perfect and we were going to do i think hollywood studios on saturday well somewhere around 45 60 days before the trip 
um, I saw on there that they had changed the uh, the schedule around, and Magic Kingdom was closing on Monday at four thirty. Oh um, yeah. Well, and and we originally thought well, it must be a Christmas party. No, well, I I was there that night actually. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a Christmas party. It was actually a cast member event. Um, from talking with a cast member, I think they said it was a cast member event for for cast members that had been there like fifteen years or more, something like that. It was it was for cast members that had been there 10, 15, okay. 20, 25, 30, 35, <clears throat> 40, 45, and they had one employee that was been with the company for 50 years. No uh, way! Yeah. Wow. wow. So apparently that particular cast member actually started in Disneyland. Wow. And then came over to work at Disney World. That's amazing. crazy. Well, Pete and I actually met a woman. Uh, Pete, how long was... I've, I've, her name escapes me now. She she'd been there since the op- since they opened Wilderness or uh, you know what you Wilderness. You, you might be right because uh, uh, Fort Wilderness yeah. was, was one of the original ones. Right, um, she'd been there since they opened Fort Wilderness. Yeah, so she was saying she was there for forty plus years. Yep, wow. And, and we wow. met her outside of uh, outside of uh, Traders Trails, uh, End. Trails End. Trails End. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So Tony, you got the short side of the stick then, so to speak. With Amazing yeah, Kingdom. we did. So, so we we changed the schedule around and and saw that you know Saturday was going to wind up being the longest day that we were really going to have in a park, and so we said, well, let's do Magic Kingdom that day. And so anyway, long story short, you know, we're trying to figure out well, how do we get down to the expo quick enough and over to Magic Kingdom quick enough because, you know, within within i think three weeks of it you know we had we had rearranged everything and set up some fast passes and we had like a 11 30 to 12 30 fast pass for mine train and we were like we're not missing that yeah so, <laughs> so but then we found out that if you don't take the magical express to your resort they won't uh what they won't deliver your bags and so we were like oh shoot what are we going to do so we said okay let's let's take the magical express over to pop and i loaded the lift app on my phone and set up an account, and we said, well, we'll, we'll take the Magical Express over to Pop, um, drop off a bag or two, you know, there with guest services and stuff, and if we have to, we'll, we'll hop on a, we'll, we'll take a lift down to the Expo, and then potentially a lift from the Expo up to Magic Kingdom, because the buses don't take you from the Expo to the parks. You have, it takes, they only take you back to the resorts. Wow. Yeah, so... <clears throat> So, you know, we went down to the the Run Disney bus stop at the resort as soon as we got off the Magical Express. And I told I told Maggie, I said, if if a bus isn't here in just a couple of minutes, I'll go ahead and we'll get a lift and we'll go down. Well, no sooner had I done that, well, a, a bus showed up. And so we okay. were like, okay, whew. Yeah, nice. And, <clears throat> yeah, and we got right on and we're, we're down at, at the expo in, you know, 15 minutes. And so this was, was day what of the expo? <laughs> this is, yeah, this... Yeah, this is Saturday. So okay. if I don't if I don't get my bib, I'm not getting my bib because right. they you know they close at three and they don't they don't open back up and you're not getting your bib on on race morning. Right, Tony. Okay. Can I, can I so, ask? Are you the only person that can get that bib for a run Disney yes. event? Okay, so mm-hmm. you yes. have to go. It's you alone. You, you have to turn in a photo ID too. So okay. yeah. So yeah, you can't get somebody else to go get it for you like you can in some of the races and stuff around the country. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're looking, you know, the clock is ticking on us. So, <laughs> you know, um, I told Maggie, I said, it'll probably maybe take me half an hour. I said, I, if, if the lines for any kind of character pictures are too long, we're just going to bypass them. I said, we got to go get my bib. I said, I know exactly what I want in the Run Disney merch 
section, and I said that'll take all of five or ten minutes, and then we got to run over to the other expo hall and grab you know my my race shirt and that stuff, um, and then and then we're out of there. And so <clears throat> we were probably in and out in probably thirty minutes, thirty five. Oh, that's Something good. Like, yeah, it, it really wasn't bad at all. Well, and especially so, because you had done it before. So you, like, you know, if you were a new runner to this, I'm sure it would have <laughs> taken much longer because you wouldn't have no idea what you what steps you have to take to get all the things that you need to right. get. So I was just but thinking this was that the first time. For me, I'd be, down, I'd be like in there for an hour and a half just browsing. Yeah, yeah okay. And uh, I don't know where to go. Okay. Just while he's yeah. talking, I'm thinking about Marathon Weekend and I'm like, oh, that's good to know that I'm going to have to go to different buildings to get the you things. I, I just like assumed that you just go to one spot here and no, one spot it's all there. Different, it's all different places. And it was different from the, from the last time we had done a Run Disney event. They because they've got that brand new arena open where they're doing all the the dance and cheer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the stuff is over in that building now where they used to do the bibs in the bibs and the race merch and that stuff. Um, they would do in I can't remember the name of the building, but it was back off past the baseball field and stuff. Um, so this new arena is right there on the front. So it, it was all different got it. Uh, than what I was familiar with. Um, so, um, you know, having, having looked at the, uh, the runner's guide, you know, when you, when you get that online and stuff, uh-huh. I kind of, I kind of familiarized myself a little bit with where stuff was and where I needed to go first, second, third, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, good tip. And so, yeah. yeah, we were, we were in and out really in, in 30 to 40 minutes and stuff. So, uh, um, we thought this would be a really great opportunity then to maybe try a minivan, Oh, yeah. um, uh-huh. up to the Magic Kingdom and I looked, you know, I pulled up the Lyft app and I looked for a minivan um, but it was going to be like 18 minutes before oh. it would get there and we were just like, there's no way you know, we're never going to make our fast pass yeah. right. you know, yeah. by, by 12.30 if, if we do that so I, I got out of that and just got a regular Lyft and um, you know, he showed up in just a couple of minutes he got us up to the Magic Kingdom actually what we did was we had him um, because with Lyft, they can't drop you off right there at the uh, the bus where the bus right. stops are. So we we put in the contemporary, and he pulled us right in the gate, and we told him we were going to the uh, to the Magic Kingdom. So he got us right into the security gate and basically did a UE right there in the parking lot and dropped us off rather than driving another you know seventy five hundred yards over to. The front door of the contemporary he just dropped us off right there past the security gate Smart. Mm-hmm. yeah it, w- it was great i mean it saved us several minutes and stuff which was key because we barely made it in time for mm-hmm. our fast pass mm-hmm. oh good you did um, get to the fast pass we did we we <laughs> we were we were hustling stressful. yeah we were hustling across <laughs> it was like i think when he dropped us off it was like twelve eighteen, and so we're hoofing it across that sidewalk from the contemporary and thankfully, you know, they've moved all that security stuff out um, from the front gate and stuff. Um, so we had a security station on that sidewalk, which there was nobody. There was there was a family leaving just as we walked up. Oh, awesome. Um, so, you know, we got to put a bag up there. They checked it real fast. We got through the x-ray, you know, the little um, metal detector machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and off we went. And... You know, this this was not a time when we when we walked through the tunnel to uh, to sit there and and enjoy Main Street because we were down to about four minutes when we, yes. <laughs> when we were walking on to Main Street. Wow. 
um, yeah, and and so yeah, we got we got in, and needless to say, we got into the Magic Kingdom and got on. We walked, we tapped our Magic bands at twelve twenty nine. So. Nice. <laughs> That's a good so, warm up for your race, then. You know, you had. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we were we were tired at that point. It was like it was nice just to sit down and you know in the train uh, for for yeah. uh, for mine train so, at so that point. Let me ask you this much: I, I'm assuming yes, now, sir. then, and I'm probably wrong. You have annual passes. Mm-mm. Okay. We do not. Um, what we did with the package um, with the travel company was because um, we don't go down often enough. Okay. Uh, really, um, to to do that. I mean, obviously, I mean, last year, we I went down twice because we had we had gone for a ten day trip in February of seventeen, and we did Princess Half Marathon. My wife and I did, and then I got that wild hair last year to do Wine and Dine on on my own. Um, you know, so this is the most I, I've been three times to Disney in a year and a half. That's the most times I've ever been to Disney in my life. Okay. Um, so no, we've never done annual passes. Um, would I love to? Yes. <laughs> but the package um, that you bought, it, it included a ticket per day. It had, yeah, it had, we got three-day uh, no park hopper passes because we knew that we'd be going to Epcot on Sunday night for the after party. Gotcha. Um, and I bought a ticket for the after party for Maggie, um, which was, I don't know, it was like 70, 70-some dollars, I think it was. I can't remember. Um and, and stuff. So we went ahead and did that and then got the three-day tickets for the other three parks and stuff for Saturday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. Okay. And stuff, yep. Okay, so you, you, you got escorted out of the Magic Kingdom after only a few hours on that day. <laughs> so what did you do that night? Because I imagine you're both pretty tired. Um, well, I, I committed the, the, the first cardinal sin of, <laughs> of, of half-marathon runners. Which is uh, always make sure you're back at your resort by seven or eight o'clock. That's what I was wondering. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this was one of those where Maggie had never seen Happily Ever After, and she wanted to see it. And you know, we 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 knew we wouldn't get to see it on Monday because of when they were closing the park. So right. Um, I said, fine, we'll just go ahead and do it. You know, we're gonna I'm gonna get an extra hour of sleep tonight anyway, because it was time change night. Oh, perfect. Like, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we stayed, you know, we we you know, we messed around in the park all afternoon. You know, we did lunch at um, Be Our Guest. We had we managed to get a counter service reservation for that. Um, did the pre order thing uh, for our food, which was phenomenal because we bypassed a hundred people in line um, for that, which you know, there's a tip right there. If you're going to do that, do the the pre-order of your food. Yeah. Um, you can't do it on. It, it's not the same. I found as doing the the mobile ordering on the app. You actually have to go online on like your laptop or, or tablet or something. Hmm. Um, you can't do it from the app, uh, which is weird. I don't understand why. Yeah, that's um, kind of weird. Yeah, it's just really odd, and it's the only restaurant that does it that way. Um, so we did all of that, and like I said, we were we were in and out of that, and and really had a great time doing that. You know, we did a bunch of bunch of rides and stuff. That evening, we decided to then do the Plaza Restaurant for dinner because um, we'd never we'd never eaten at the Plaza, and you know, and I think that we had a reservation for like six forty five that night, and had a window. Had a, had a table right up against the window, so it was great. great. You know, it's dark at that point. The mm-hmm. um, the castle's all lit up. We had a great view. 
Um, the Plaza Restaurant, good food, by the way. Um, we really enjoyed that. And um, and then we kind of messed around. We went to, to like, the People Mover. Um, you got to do that at night. Um, I mean, it's always good in the day, but you got to do it at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that. And then we hung out and um, waited for Happily Ever After. And <clears throat> we managed, I think we line, we went over to the hub at about 20 after 8. And it was at ni- the, the, the show was at 9. And we managed to get right in front of the castle, right in the center of the hub. Um, you know, front and center. We couldn't have had any better any any better position um, for Happily Ever After. And, you know, Maggie was just blown away by it. it it's oh, a spectacular that's so great. show. Um, that's the second time I've seen it. It's growing on me. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of, I, I loved Wishes. Um, and I wasn't real thrilled that they were getting rid of it. But... Um, now having seen happily ever after for the second time it's like okay this yeah this is gonna work good yeah i still haven't seen it even though we've got i think we've been down twice when when it was going um but we'll do that this january yeah and it's so it's it's nice when you only have two people with you too because you can kind of maneuver yourselves a little bit easier than when you have a larger group so you can kind of sneak in those little places yeah exactly and you got to be up in the hub too. I mean, you, yeah, you, it's not like to be able to wishes. see everything. I yeah, still you, prefer wishes, anyway. Actually, I do too. Still, I'm with you, Pete. Um, I, I'm, I'm a lover of wishes, but th- like I said, this one is it's growing on me. It, it's getting there. So, anyway, after after that, we had you know we were going to stick around till park close at ten, and we just kind of thought, you know what. The wait times for everything that day were so long. Um, everything was 45 minutes to an hour. And so we were like, you know what? Let's just forget it. We're, we're, let, let's just head out. We've, 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 done our, we've gotten our fill. Yeah. And so we headed back and, um, and got back to the resort. And, and well, mind you, we hadn't been into the room. We hadn't checked in. We hadn't done it. Well, oh, I my gosh. You're stressing me out with this. <laughs> then I'm thinking, like, you're going to get back to your room, and now you're going to have to set your alarm for, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever time. you. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> even handle it. Are, are you guys – so so for the runners, like – I'm programmed. I don't know about you, Pete, because you have a job similar in crazy hours. Like, I don't need an alarm clock. I just, I, I know when to get up at 4 o'clock, I'm up at 4.30. For those early wake-ups, do you guys actually get into deep sleep where you need an alarm clock? Because I'd be, like, tossing and turning. I'd be up. Yeah, that's for- how I would It's be hard. Okay. I'll be honest, Chris. It is hard. It really, really is. Um, it, it's really hard for your first run event or two. But that's my third, and I still didn't sleep great. You know, we got back to the resort, and I think I crawled into bed at about eleven. So with the with the time change, I got what four and a half hours of sleep, mm. um, which which I was fine with. Um, I can I can function on the four and a half hours. That that was I was not really bothered too much by that. And you um, hit the adrenaline too with the excitement of the race and everything. Yeah, that's that's so. the thing. I mean, yeah, you, you, I don't. I don't think if you've done five races or 50 races down there that you still sleep that well um, because you're, you're constantly thinking, especially on time change night. I remember last year, the first time doing it, you know, everybody was stressing out um, over the whole time change thing mm-hmm. because apparently, I don't know, maybe that was the first time they had done this weekend on time change weekend. I, I'm not really sure. 
I just remember seeing in the Facebook groups um, for our little running group and stuff that everybody was talking about, you know, they were setting two, sometimes three different alarms and all this, getting a wake-up call from the front desk and all this stuff. And What the? <laughs> I, I know, it's crazy. Okay. Um, so, you know, I set, I did set two alarms just in case, you know, I didn't happen to, you know, hear or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, set, I set it for 2.30 and I think 2.35 uh, or 2.32 even, something like that. Um, but I was up and, you know, got dressed um, um, and was out the door and, you know, over at the <clears throat> at the bus stop at Pop. And I'm, I think on the second bus, I think I hopped on the second bus that left. Um, there was one leaving just as I walked up and the next one pulled up within 30 seconds. <clears throat> and now, did Maggie go to the race or did she sleep in? Shoot, no. <laughs> I, I was thinking, that no. sounds like a solo run to me. <laughs> No, she did. Come, she did come over to the finish line. That's a whole other story. That was a that was a disaster right there. Because um, apparently they had taken the Run Disney um, sandwich boards down. Because um, I told her exactly where to go. I said you come down all the way down here to the end. Because she had been down there the day before um, to go to the expo with me and stuff. And I said you just come right down here and hop on a bus. Well, apparently by the time she went out to the bus. I don't know, between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, they had already taken the signs down. So she's oh. kind of standing around beginning to panic going, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, right. And so she tried to call me. Well, I'm in the <laughs> middle of running a half marathon. I, you know, I can't. Um, well, she texted me or something. And she called her mom and, and stuff. And her mom's like, well, you know, why don't you go back into the front desk and ask them, you know, what you should do. So, you know, she wound up going to the regular Epcot um, stop there um, and you know in hindsight she probably would have thought of that but I think she was kind of just panicking a little bit yeah I can imagine and, and stuff because she really wanted to get there in time yes. you know, for the finish line and stuff um, um, because she and, and her sister had done that when we ran the princess you know the year before um, they were sitting right there in the grandstand um, at the finish line and stuff so anyway long story short with that she eventually did get there she was she was stressed she was unhappy but she it was all fine i i I may have she didn't get there in time for me to finish but i think within probably 20 25 minutes um she finally she finally showed up and oh that's good yeah it was fine so um race morning i mean um you know that that's just kind of one of those things you're out there you get on you get on a bus you're out there at you know quarter after 3:30 in the morning you know you're you're there um and you know our our running group had kind of we always kind of meet um at a particular spot um and we take you know everybody gets to meet up with old friends or make you know meet new people make new friends that sort of stuff we take pictures um all that sort of thing and you know then we headed off to our you know corrals and stuff and you know, we're standing there in the corrals, <clears throat> and the the first, the elite runners and the wheelchair runners had already started, and we're standing there in our corral, and it starts to rain. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. And we're, <laughs> and we're just all kind of looking at each other like, really? Is this how it's going to be all morning? Because the forecast had said that it could, it, we were expecting thunderstorms maybe around noon, but here we are. You know, just before, right around 5:30, and we're thinking, "Are you serious? Is it gonna? We're, we're gonna have to do the whole, the entire half marathon this way." Tony, just describe so, rain. Zero being a light mist, or ten being a downfall. Uh, wh- this was this was a this was a two. Okay. 
Yeah, this was just a just a very easy drizzle. Just, just a enough shower. to make you enough nervous. to annoy you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. And so it did that for I don't know ten minutes, and then it quit. We're like, Good. okay, this is cool. That's the best. And so yes. our corral, our corral was moving up. Well, just at about the time that our corral got up to the start position, it starts again. <laughs> so they're like, all right, fine, whatever. You know, it is what it is at this point. There's nothing you can do about it. And so, although I, I hate running in the rain, but, you know, I think it rained off and on. It got a little steadier, maybe a three or a four. Um, for about the first three to four miles. And then it quit. And by that time, the sun is coming up um, and stuff. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's rained and now the sun is beginning to come up and it's humid. So, uh-huh. You know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just oppressively humid um, at that point. But, um, you know, the, the races, they're just a blast. They just really are. And I had never really um, done a lot of enjoyment of the races, of the runs and stuff. Um, when my wife and I ran our first we didn't stop for any kind of pictures. I think we took one selfie at the Cinderella Castle um, uh, because we had done Princess and stuff. So we took one selfie there, and that was it. We didn't stop for mile markers. We didn't stop for characters. And, you know, last Wine and Dine, I had finally stopped to do um, some selfies at, like, the mile markers. And this year I said, okay, I'm going to stop for some of the characters. Not necessarily all of them, but at least some of them... If the lines aren't real, real long, um, or for characters that I really want to want to stop at, so I think I stopped probably I don't know five or six times um, for different characters and and stuff. And um, you know, a friend of mine from from one of these running groups was a pacer um, for for one of the one of the times and stuff. And so I had said, and that was a comfortable time for me. So I said, you know what, my goal is going to be I want to try to stay ahead of Joey. So. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I'd stop for a picture and his group, his pacing group would kind of get ahead of me and then I'd catch up to him and I'd get in front of them and I'd stop for another picture and we'd kind of go back and forth and, and stuff. So, um, you know, we kind of had a good time with, with that and, and stuff, but, uh, yeah, we finished, finished the race. Um, Maggie finally showed up and then we headed back to the resort and got cleaned up and, and headed off for, uh, uh, for Disney Springs that afternoon. We decided to do that, um, Tony, I, I got to ask you a Go question. Ahead. Okay, yes, so sir. I'm not a runner. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and Pete belong to the same running club, which is in fact we yeah, we don't actually have a running club. club. Yeah, that's a couch the, club. The is not, right. The, it's the so anti running club. club. It's the lazy club. Um, <laughs> so you're you're describing rain to start, and then you're describing rain again as you're running. Um, so I'm thinking there's serious chafing on your feet everywhere in your body. Is this is it is this a thing? Because like. Talk about running in the rain. I'm like, oh, I'm getting blisters for sure. I'm getting blisters you talking know, to you about running in the rain for Christ's sakes. You know, it, it, it can be. Um, it wasn't raining that hard. And and if you want to talk to anybody about that whole thing, you know, I think I think uh, Stacy and Scott can give a much better indicator uh, of that yes. from the Chicago race. <laughs> well, she puts on Crisco and Body Glide and <laughs> oh everything. Oh my gosh, so. that was the worst. I'm aware of that. But <laughs> I can imagine yeah. putting Crisco on probably would be the worst thing you've ever done. Suddenly, <laughs> even. So this, yeah, this, disgusting. This wasn't that bad. Um, this was just, you know, it was it was wet enough. My shoes weren't even wet. Okay. Um, my my shoulders were wet, you know, and and my back, and and stuff was was somewhat wet. Because um, it, it, like I said, it did it for the first 
you know, three miles or so of the race, you know, in addition to a little bit in the corral. Okay. Um, but it wasn't really, it wasn't heavy enough to really to, to soak you. Okay. And, and stuff. Um, no, I've run in pouring down rain. That's no fun. I don't like that at all. Yeah, we're not a fan of the rain. We're not really a fan no. of the sunshine either, but that's okay. No. That's, a diff- <laughs> that's a different story. So anyways, you're going to the springs Going to the springs that night. Yes, we spent the afternoon at Disney Springs, uh, had lunch over there. Um, I let Maggie choose wherever she wanted to eat because I said, for, for everything you've had to endure this morning to get over here, yeah, nice. You, it, it, it's your choice, wherever you want to eat. Where'd she pick? <laughs> She loves Earl's sandwich. Really? Yes, I'm right there with her. Out of the she whole loves- spring, she picked the Earl Earl sandwich. Yeah, really? I can't. Well, I can't bring gotta- myself to sit in a line. Wow. You know, you gotta. You gotta remember, we're trying to do this trip on the cheap. Um, so you know, homestead, you know, homestead or something like that mm-hmm. is is not necessarily in the cards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you for, got for you got we're, Blaze we're Pizza. You got the Lux Burger, and and honestly, Pete. Had it been my choice, I would have I would have done something else. But she loves that holiday sandwich. You know, I'm a vegetarian. Um, I haven't I haven't ever had it, but it seems to be super like mega popular. It, it is the stuffing, um, the cranberries, the turkey on it. Right now, I was I was talking to someone the other day, and they said that another restaurant has another holiday sandwich over there. Where the heck was that? But it's like a triple. Triple decker and it's a sliced turkey. Where? I wish I could remember what restaurant it was. I want to say it's a. I want to say that's oh. Deluxe Burger. No, no, no. It's not Deluxe Burger. It's Wine Bar George. Okay. So they've copied um, in, in in their own version of a holiday sandwich. I, I'm almost positive it's, that it's Wine Bar George. Um, I'd have to double check, but um, I think that's what they were what they were saying. Okay. Um, so anyway, we we did lunch over there because um, she loves the holiday sandwich, and then you know we did some shopping. Went into the Christmas shop. Went into the brand new remodeled World of Disney. Um, that place is spectacular now. Um, you know they took out all the walls inside, and it's got this real kind of modern industrial feel, you know, with um, the, the wood-looking ceramic tile floors, and there's brick everywhere. Every pillar in the place is brick, um, and there's metal and iron works and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's it's really cool looking. When, when my, um, last, so, my, my last trip down there, Tony, it was still under construction, so I kind of got an impression of that, but it wasn't as fully developed as it is right now. So yeah. my first early impression on that was, well, uh, I'm not I'm not a stodgy guy, so I don't mind progress, I don't mind change. It just I, right. I, I had a constructed look of it, and I thought, ooh, this isn't good, this isn't good, but it looks really good now. So it I'm, really does. I'm glad it's evolved. And it's so much more open than it used to be, mm-hmm. you know, with, with them taking out some of those walls and stuff and just really opening it up and stuff. So it, it feels like there's a whole lot more space in the store than they're used to. That's good. Um, Cause I can get yeah, crowded in there. It really can. Um, so we did that, you know, we, I think we went, we went to Ghirardelli chocolate and had a shared a Sunday and we had a handful of other stores. Um, and then we could see we're sitting there eating our Sunday, and we could see the storm clouds beginning to roll in oh, no. from behind Ghirardelli and the world of Disney and stuff. We're sitting there in those in those outdoor um, seats right there across the way, and we could just kind of see the storm beginning to roll in. So we were like, you know what? We better we better hop a bus back back over to the resort um, so that we could kind of power down for a little while before we went to the after party and stuff. And so we walked over. I actually wound up getting rained on on our walk back over to the bus, and 
And uh, so we hopped, and we got finally got our bus um, after waiting. I think the worst bus service on the entire property is at Disney Springs. Yeah, it's um, not great. It's horrible. Every time we go there, I need to leave to catch a bus. We're probably forty minutes waiting for a bus. Hmm. And and we had I thought about it, we I would have just done a lift. Um, but we finally got back to the resort. You know, we kind of both took a power nap and chilled for a while, and uh, <clears throat> and then we walked across uh, the bridge over to um, Art of Animation. Um, Maggie's a huge Little Mermaid fan. And so we walked over there and went to all the different sections, took a bunch of pictures and stuff, and um, and then went down to the after party. And uh, the after party officially begins at 10, but they begin letting you in at 8 o'clock. And that's just for the, the, the runners and whoever they buy a ticket for, family, friends, that kind of stuff. Um, and I didn't go to it last year. Um, so this was my first experience of of doing that, and um, <laughs> based on the weather, it wasn't the greatest first experience. Oh um, yeah, oh, I can man. imagine. It was. What it does was, um What does the after party include? Like, do they are attractions <clears throat> open, or is it um what 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 is pretty much with- every every attraction is open. What we noticed, the attractions are open. Um, of course, all the all the food and wine kiosks and stuff are open. Oh, that's great! Um, yeah, yeah. I think we noticed that some of the regular restaurants are closed because we went into Soren and we noticed that um, Sunshine Seasons was closed mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and that kind of makes sense. I mean, because they're trying to push the business over to the food kiosks. Right. For, yeah, they want the food um, in right. Sure. And that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, we got there right at 8 o'clock and we decided, let's just go ahead and do Spaceship Earth first. And we were waiting in line 10 minutes under the globe and it started to pour. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we had our rain gear with us. Um, so then we left there. We went over and we hit a couple of the of the kiosks um, there by Interventions, between Interventions and uh, the Rose, where the Rose Garden is. Um, they had several um, they had several little uh, kiosks and stuff. So we hit up you know several of those and um, had some great food. Um, and you know, I think we decided to go over then to do Soren. And we had made the decision even before we got there that we were probably going to stay till eh, maybe ten thirty or so mm-hmm. because I think it ended at one, and we were like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, there, <laughs> there was no way we were staying at one because we knew we had a full day coming up the next day right. mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we did Soren, came out. It's still raining, you know, pretty steady downpour, and so we decided to head back up through, you know. Canada, United Kingdom, and that sort of that sort of thing, knowing that the test track probably wasn't running with the pouring down rain um, and stuff, so we didn't even try to go over there. Yeah, that makes sense. We just headed back to the Canada and United Kingdom, hit up a handful of you know New Zealand and Australia. They had they had kiosks along the way, and we, I think we probably hit six or eight of the different food stands. And stuff before we finally wound up there um, at the bridge, and at that point, I mean, it's just a steady downpour. And I said to Maggie, I said, "Are you still hungry?" She's like, "Yeah." I said, "How about some fish and chips from Yorkshire Fish Company?" So, <laughs> so we wound up um, splitting a, an order of, of fish and chips, and we sat down at the, one of those tables under the umbrella. Oh, good, smart, um, and stuff. Yeah, 
and and so we we got everything we'd eaten everything and we're just kind of sitting there for 10 15 minutes and we're like okay what do you want to do because we're like if we go back into world showcase any further you're kind of there at that point and you're going to be there for a while right so we'd kind of said you know what it it was almost 10:30 at that point so we're like you know what we're done um, and at that point, uh, we're just seeing people leaving in droves anyway. Yeah. What were yeah. the What were the crowds like? Was <clears> it Was it pretty crowded? I mean, because it's a hard ticket event, right? I mean, so people had to pay ahead of time for their tickets. So I'm Thanks. assuming most people is, showed up, but that is such a hard question to ask because yeah, not having absolutely. gone last year under good weather conditions, uh-huh. I can't tell you. I, I in talking to, to some different you know friends in, in our running group, you know, I said, what What, what do I expect? And some would say, well, it's packed to the gills. Uh-huh. And others would say, oh, no, it's fine. It's great. It's, there's, you know, I think it's kind of somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. What, were the, what were the food lines <clears throat> like? Like, how long did you have to wait in? We walked right up to almost every single one of them except maybe two. Okay, wow. so probably pretty low crowds yeah. for and that. I, and a lot of that was because maybe. of the rain. Right. But then yes. I think also a lot of the people who were there to really enjoy the the full evening of wine and dine were already back in World Showcase. True. You know, we had hit the ones that were up in Innoventions. And gotcha. Stuff. Yes. I um, see what you're saying. In the front part. Um, so, yeah, we never even made it across the bridge into France. So, um, you know, so I think that's where the bulk of the crowd was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like I said, by the time we decided to leave, there was already people just leaving. Yeah. In and it's probably and pretty stuff. miserable to even, you know, it was, it would be kind of hard to salvage that after being in the I, rain. I think so, because we were both still soaked, even with rain gear. Yeah, that's uh, so hard. By the, time, by the time we got on the bus, um, yeah, we were just drenched. And so... Well, why don't you give us some highlights of the remaining part of the weekend, and um, we'll kind of talk about how how you ended your your weekend. Well, the highlight would have been Monday because we rope dropped Hollywood Studios and hit first thing Toy Story Land. Nice, nice. nice. What'd you think? Oh my goodness. Um, now, Grant, I know there's some naysayers about Toy Story Land and about how good the two new attractions are. You know what? I, I get it. They're not they're not Star Wars Land. Anybody who knows anything about the parks knows that. They're just they're not as immersive as Toy Story Land. And but walking in through Toy Story Land is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Because you really feel like you've been miniaturized. <laughs> I mean, you, you've you got the, the miniature Christmas lights, you know, those old-fashioned screw-in Christmas lights that yes. are, you know, an inch and a half long mm-hmm. or so, or two or three inches long, and, you know, they're they're the size of, of your child, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you're walking through. The benches are made out of popsicle sticks, and it, it's, they just did an amazing job. Tinker Toys, you know, you, you've got those big circular parts of the Tinker Toys, you know, the little sprocket parts. You know that are the size of a car tire or or truck tire or bigger, and you know it's it's just pretty spectacular um, what they were able to pull off. Um, and of course, the first thing we did was Slinky Dog Dash, which that's a great ride. It just really is, um, and I it's cannot disagree. It it's, really, really is. Okay, I mean, it's not Space Mountain. It's no. not like 
it's not a even great America or you know a, a, a Cedar Point roller coaster or anything like that. It's a family roller coaster, but it is by no means a kitty roller coaster. It is no. way more intense than like no, it's not Seven it, Dwarfs. Okay, I shouldn't say it's way more intense than Barnstormer because I don't want it to scare anybody off from taking their kids on it. But an adult will enjoy that ride thoroughly. Cool. They really will. Cool. It's it's definitely it's I I would say it's a it's somewhere between uh, Mine Train and it's between uh, Mine Train and Thunder. Yeah, I I, I might even I, I wouldn't equal, I wouldn't go as Thunder. far as like I wouldn't go as far as like Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh heavens no! Because no, it, no. it it doesn't even come close to going upside down. No, and, it and is it is longer than both of those roller coasters put together, though. <laughs> it, it's a good at least it feels ride. like it, really it is a long roller coaster. Cool. You you don't expect that first hill to be the way that it is. Um, you know, having watched you know videos and seen pictures of it, you you really don't expect that because it it's one of those slingshot starts. You know, so you you get shot from from the start house. Mm-hmm. Um, Right up, straight up that hill, and it curves right around, and you know, and you're kind of tilted to the side because of how it's, you know, how they've got the whole track laid out and stuff. Um, so you know, you're kind of looking down, down to your left <laughs> as you begin the descent, you know, and finish that curve. It's not one of those straight deals where you kind of go up the hill and then make the turn and then start going down the hill. Um, it, it's pretty cool. Um, and then the rest of it, we, we laughed and we giggled the the entire ride, and and it was a blast. That's the best. That's like making memories <laughs> right there. Yeah, well, that's it, really it, what kind it, of what kind of line ride. did you have, Tony? When when you were rope dropping it, what did you still? Good question. Yeah. Um, we let's see. We rope dropped, so they opened at nine. We were on the ride at nine twenty eight. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And when you um, got off, it probably had an hour long wait already. It really did, Pete. It really did. So then we yep. hustled over to um, um, the the swirling saucers, and, <clears throat> and that one did not impress me much. It's okay, you know. It's it's one of those. It, it's just kind of one of those rides that you know the little kids will love it um, because it, it kind of gives you the feel of the old. Um, what's the old carnival ride? Tilt the world. The whip. Kind of the whip it, yeah, sort of, kind of that, you know, where it kind of does that star shape mm-hmm. and stuff. And every time you hit one of those outside points on the star, you know, you kind of um, everybody who's whoever's sitting on the on the very outside of the car kind of gets smooshed by everybody else. Oh yeah, those are the and, best and stuff. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like that. Not you know, not quite as as fast or as intense, um, <clears throat> but you know, we still had a good time because it, it's just there again, just to see. What they were, what they managed to do, the creativity that they used um, to just create all this stuff was just—they just went, you know, they they found a whole new box. You know, they totally went out of the of the regular box and found a whole new box to do this stuff. And they just did a tremendous job. Yeah, the theming in there is great. It's terrific. And and then we were done that. I think we made maybe waited twenty five minutes for that, maybe twenty minutes. Um, a little after ten, we were done that, and we were then in line for um, Toy Story Mania, and that's the line we had the longest wait for. We probably waited forty-five minutes, maybe fifty minutes for that. 
But we kind of had to, had decided going in, we were going into Toy Story Land, we were riding all three, and we weren't coming out until we had done it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, um, now, the, <laughs> the one thing that I had noticed, and I'd heard this on, <clears throat> on some other podcasts, was um, on both Slinky Dog and Swirling Saucers, they're surprisingly already a good amount of wear and tear on the rides, huh. the queues que- most particularly, and <clears throat> you know because it's it's you've got kids, teenagers, potentially adults, standing there picking at stuff. Because, right. Oh, un- yeah. Unfortunately, they're close enough where they can actually reach stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, that's it's close unfortunate. To- it, it is. And even and even things that you know where you don't have a railing and and stuff, but you've just got a wall or whatever. There's already some wear and tear on, on some places, which I was kind of surprised by. Um, but you know, having listened to a podcast a while back, I, I think it was somebody. I don't know if it was Jim Hill and Len Tester or something. They they were kind of talking about that, <clears throat> and it's kind of one of those deals where I think they had kind of mentioned that it's kind of typical for how Disney does stuff. You know, probably in about six months. They'll shut one of those rides down, and they'll do a they'll do a you know a quick little overhaul of it to kind of spruce up some of those places, and maybe it's kind of one of those to see, you know, from a quality standpoint, what held up, what didn't. I don't know, but yeah. <clears throat> I was it, it, we were just kind of surprised that there was considerably more wear and tear than we were expecting, you know, considering that it only opened what end of June. Yep. Yeah. So it's been open five months, four months, um, but still, I mean, either way, <clears throat> you know. It, but that it wasn't huge noticeable, um, but you could still see it. Um, mm-hmm. But we had a blast in Toy Story Land, and we wound up going back that night. We we oh, did. Oh, good. Yeah, we wound up doing. We kind of split um, Hollywood Studios because we didn't have park hoppers. We split the the day in half. Mm-hmm. So we had done, you know, we kind of left there and went to do Star Tours and went to do the Frozen sing-along. And then we had a lunch reservation over at Beaches and Cream. Um, so we went over there, um, kind of did some of the boardwalk stuff. We went over and played miniature golf that afternoon at Fantasia Gardens. Um, and, you know, we had our lunch over at Beaches and Cream and, and spent the better part of the afternoon um, over there, and then hopped a boat back over from there, back over to Hollywood Studios, and kind of finished out what we hadn't seen. I think we went right over. We did like you know Beauty and the Beast. We did Indiana Jones. Um, went back into Toy Story Land after dark. Um, grabbed a bite to eat um, at uh, Woody's lunchbox, and took a bunch of pictures. And we just really wanted to see it at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we knew we weren't going to really be able to ride anything. And we were fine with that. Um, but we at least wanted to be able to see everything. And uh, it's even better at night. Wow. That's a really good tip. It just really is. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have any time except for evening to see it, make sure you go into Toy Story Land at night. It just It's just that good. I think that goes for just about every area of most all the parks I, I think at nighttime it really it really makes those areas pop. I can't think of any off the top of my head that would be better in the I, day than it would be at night. I think you're right, Chris. I mean, we we always try to make sure we do Magic Kingdom at night mm-hmm. um, when when we're down. 
And of course, we we typically will wind up doing you know a world showcase or something a couple of you know a couple of evenings and stuff because you you know you typically go there for dinner and then spend the evening and, and different things. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. They're just they're just better at night. Yeah, un- under the sunlight, you know, you see everything. But at nighttime, y- you see it how they want you to see it. And they're going to go and stress yeah. the finest points and, and, and the prettiest points. And they're going to highlight certain areas. So you see it through their eyes as opposed to just being, you know, just being seen in the sunlight. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did so, you, yeah, right. so, that, so that was the end of it. We, we wound up then seeing, um, um, shoot, Fantasmic. Couldn't remember the name of the show for for a second there. I didn't hear Tower uh, of Terror, rock and roller coaster in this in this day. You know, this was a day where when I got up that morning, I was feeling just a little on the puny side. Okay, <laughs> and you, you deserve so, credit for just rope dropping this park at this point. Yeah, that's I, what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm not getting up. I can guarantee that. Um, well, I mean, they originally had um, the park opening at eight, so we were going to rope drop it at eight and stuff for the extra magic hours but then they wound up changing that last minute to one of those hard ticket early morning events oh yeah uh-huh um and stuff so we we lost our our extra magic hour there and stuff which was fine it, it, it that was okay um wasn't that big of a deal um so yeah i was feeling just a, just a little on the puny side for some reason and so you know we we did our rides we did star tours and that didn't necessarily help um, <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at you. I'm sorry to laugh at you. <laughs> nah, that didn't necessarily help anything. Yeah. Um, there's no way I'm getting on rock and roller coaster. That, that's just not happening. Okay. Um, but we actually did have fast passes for Tower of Terror, and I have never done it. And that thing scares me to oh, death. It's such a good ride. It's such a but good ride. Maggie oh. has been wanting to do it for years. Okay. And so we went ahead and got fast passes. And I'm telling you, after we got off of Star Wars, uh, we went to do. Um, we went to do uh, the the frozen sing along thing, and right after we came out of that was our time for our fast pass uh, to go do Tower of Terror. And I looked at her because she knew I wasn't feeling real great, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Babe, it's just not happening. I, I cannot do Tower of Terror today." Okay. So she's like, "That's fine." It, so she was totally okay with it. Um, I said, I will go over there with you. I will go through the queue with you, and I will I say, bail she's, out. She's a better child than me. I'd have left you sitting at the entrance, man. Like, I was trying to encourage her to do it. No. I, said, I will go through the whole thing with you, and I will bail right at the very end. I said, there, there's a, there's a, there's a there's chicken, the chicken exit. exit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said, there's a chicken exit at all these big rides. I said, I'll go out that and and I because I, I want you to do this. She's like, no, 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 it's fine, it's it's fine. I was like, okay, that's fine. Tony, Pete's so, right though. In, in terms of the Disney park, uh, any of the parks there in Florida, there may not be a better example of an all-around complete ride that encompasses theming oh, yeah, and no, music man. and thrills than the Tower. It is like the perfect package down there. And, and let me tell you, I had spent two months preparing myself to ride this. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> No, really, because I'm going onto YouTube and I'm watching probably once or twice. Right, well, a there's week. your first mistake. All of those. Well, but here's what I'm doing, Pete. I'm I'm timing. He's jumping in his living room from the first <laughs> from the first drop until you know from the first scream until the last scream ends. And I'm going, okay, how long do I have to endure this? How long do I have to endure this? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin your your algorithm here. It's real. There's over. 
Yeah, a hundred thousand different co- combinations for that ride. It's random. I know. It's yeah, it's know. completely random. I I went on it for Moonlight Magic a few. We're talking two months ago now. I was on it four times in one night. No four rides were identical. Two of the four rides, it was me and Bethaxon in the car by ourselves. That's <laughs> oh my god, that's scary. That's scary. Itself. I was thinking See, that too. Thing, that's pretty scary. And, and the thing and that's I'm, always bothered me is not necessarily you know you want you want to drop a floor or two. Fine, you you go down a couple of floors, you come back up. You go down a couple of floors, you come back up. It's the whole thirteen floor drop that just totally gets me. I'm like, uh-uh, I can't do that. So, so Tony, I, I no matter what we say, here's the truth. You already are... are drop are, all 13 at uh, one time, ever. You're far braver than any of us just for completing the half marathon and any of the running races. <laughs> so so that gets you an immediate pass in our book yeah, no matter what. Because, no. like, in my <laughs> mind, I'm like, there's no way I could ever do that. So no matter what we say about the Tower of Terror, you're... Yeah, you could. <laughs> Stacy. we're going to talk Chris into this one day. Yeah, yep, for sure. All right, so no tower. Fuck. I get that, and and you're not a rock and roller coaster guy. Oh heavens, no! I get huge motion sickness. Okay, I mean huge. I, I cannot even. Fair enough. Can't even then ride. Why, the why would you even go on Star Wars then? Yeah, I was thinking that's like that, going that, on Mission <laughs> Space Orange. For <laughs> I did it last year, and it didn't really bother me that much. Okay. For some odd reason, um, it really—I mean, yeah—it it messed with me a little bit. You know what, though, Pete? Um, He's right. I, I didn't get sick in that ride at all either. And Mission Space does affect me, but Star Tours is pretty good. It, they, they sync up the motion with the video pretty good that you don't feel all that disorientated. Oh, I get sick on that one. Do you really? Yeah, I, I, I have people constantly complain about how they get sick on that hmm. ride. Well, I told Maggie when we were when we were in the queue line, I said. Uh, now, there's a good chance that I may just be looking at the floor the entire time. And she's like, that's fine. I said, okay. And she said, all, she, she told me afterwards, uh, just, in fact, this was just the other day. Don't we be were, we, were fa- <laughs> we were FaceTiming. No, I didn't, didn't do that. We were FaceTiming or something, and, she, and we were talking about it. And she's like, uh, she said something about, yeah, I'm, I'm riding it. And she said, all I'm hearing off to my left side is this. Oh god! Yeah, get the, get the oxygen in. Deep breath. Because, yeah, exactly. Because I'm just, I'm just sitting there. You know, I didn't want to close my eyes because I'm like, if I close my eyes, that's just going to totally screw me up. So I'm just trying to kind of breathe through it and everything. And she's like, I just hear you. I'm hearing you over there, just breathing, just trying to relax. I said, Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we finished our day. You know, that day. Um, over at Fantasmic and had a great time there and <clears throat> and then headed headed on back to the resort. We were we were done at that point. Um so and then of course we had to pack up everything um because next Yeah, that's always the worst. Yeah, so I think, you know, we were back at the resort I don't know, nine o'clock, nine thirty, something like that. So um, you know, we both took showers, got everything packed up, we were ready to roll for the next for the next morning and stuff. And uh and there again, you know, um that was that was Animal Kingdom Day. And I think we had till about two, two o'clock from nine until two. Because okay. um, we had to be back at the resort to catch our bus and stuff for our flights. Um so, you know, there again we rope dropped um we rope dropped the park and we're there and we were really surprised um, because the first thing we said we were going to do, we had fast passes for um, uh, shoot, flight of passage. Okay, is that what it's called? 
Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it. thank you. Man, I couldn't think of it for a second. There. <laughs> uh, we had fast passes for that, like, I think for the very end of the day. And here again, I wrote it last year during Wine and Dine, and I was okay, you know, I was okay till about the last 30 seconds. And with 30 seconds left, I was ready to be done hmm. um, with the whole motion sickness thing. Yeah. And so I said, you know what, I'll do it again, because she really wanted to do it. And so we uh, we had our fast passes for that, and so we decided to go ahead and rope drop Navi River Journey. And so we went ahead because we already had we had fast passes for Kilimanjaro and and uh, Everest, I think, um, or something along those lines. And of course, here again, we, we get up in the morning, and I'm still not feeling great. You know, I'm probably a little on the puny side. You know, it was just kind of one of those stomach things. You just, it's like, anyway. So, you know, I told her, I said, I, I can't guarantee Flight of Passage or Everest for me today. I just can't. I said, you know, if you want to ride them, I'll go, I'll go over with you. So anyway, we did the whole rope drop of Navi River. And what we didn't realize was they took us over to Pandora around 8.30, 20 of, 20 of 9, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, they actually opened Pandora before they opened the rest of the park. Um, of course, you know, 95% of the people are heading over to Flights of Passage. Right. Um, so we just kind of veered off to the left, and, you know, us and, you know, 18 other people headed over to Navi River Journey, while, you know, 8,000 people are heading over to Flight of Passage. <laughs> so, um, you know, we were on and off of Navi River Journey, you know, well before 9 o'clock, and, <clears throat> and knew, knew that we were going to head over to Dinosaur next. Um, and stuff. So we started heading over in that direction, and I'm telling you guys, by the time now park hasn't even fully opened yet, but by the time we left Pandora, the 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 line, the queue line for Flight of Passage was already at Tiffins. Wow. Mm-hmm. Great. I know it's so crazy. It's- and we looked at each other and we thought. There is no way in this world I am waiting that long for a ride, for any kind of attraction. I don't care what it is. Okay, Me that st- was that was like a three hour three. What did they say? It was a three and a half hour wait at that point. Okay, let me ask you one question then, because you made me it just it just kicked back in my mind. Uh, I saw last week a post from Tokyo Disneyland on Mickey's birthday. Did you guys happen to see this post? Uh, I'm not sure which group it was. I don't think I did. How long was the line in minutes in Tokyo Disneyland to see the big cheese on his birthday? Take a guess in terms of minutes. And and I don't know (laughs) at what point this was during the day, but I I can go and try and drag up the post. I don't know. 480. What do you think, Pete? Mm. I'm going... 360. Stace? I'll go one minute. 660. Oh, wow. What? 11 hours to see the big cheese on his birthday. That's crazy. That's, so you literally entered the open that long, is it? <laughs> well, that, that must have been an estimation at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It said 660. That's the, crazy. Isn't that insane? So I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to sidetrack no, you, but you reminded just, me. Just Three no. hours sounds pretty good right there. <laughs> What's the exchange rate? Is, yeah. Wait, how long is that in like a American minutes? That is American <laughs> minutes. 
Because what, like a thousand yen is a dollar, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if it works. That's like that's like an hour and six minutes in in America, right? Oh well, my god! About yeah, that's great. That's sick. Yep. No, I'm not doing it. No, <laughs> no, just not. So I'm going to say something is probably going to get me booed. I, I wouldn't wait eleven hours to see my grandmother on her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not good, Boo. Pete. That isn't good, Boo, Pete. Pete. That's not I'm good. booing you. That isn't good. I'll FaceTime my grandma before I'll, I'll <laughs> wait really? 11 hours. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're, you know, we're getting off the deep end with grandmas here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so anyway, we spent the rest of the day, you know, uh, as much time as we had there in Animal Kingdom. Um, we actually got over to Dino Land before they had actually dropped the rope at 9 o'clock. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah, yeah. so... You know, we went over and, and we did those few things and um, did safari. Um, and here again, I told Maggie, I, I said, I will, I will, you want to go do Everest and um, Flight of Passage? I'll go through the queue with you. And she just kind of like, nope, I'm fine. I, I, if I'm going to do them, I want to do them with you or with somebody, you know, with somebody else. I'm like, okay, oh, that's, that's fine. That's, that's nice. That's nice. And so she was, she was cool with it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with with not doing those things and stuff. So, you know, I think we caught, we had pretty much done everything. We did the Festival of the Lion King and all those kind of things. Had done everything we wanted to do, and we had a little bit of time. We 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 grabbed lunch at um, Satuli Canteen. Um, wow. What a great counter service restaurant! I've never been. Um, I can't. I can't count it. Pete, Stacy, yes, I love it. Cannot argue that at all. Absolutely love it. Now, the the big the big craze about the 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 pods, the burger pods. Uh, those didn't impress me. The bowls are okay. Are yeah, they're okay. But those um, those beef or chicken bowls that you can mm-hmm. get. Wow. Yeah, for those that's good. definitely the way to go. And we Chris, they combo. do have a vegetarian version. Cool. Yeah, they really do. And you know, I think we got like you know the the black beans and the rice, and we got the combo chicken and and steak. And I don't even remember what sauce we got over it, but I, I mean, it I was think they have like a crispy like a, a, a crispy tofu or something like that. The crispy crispy. Yes, beans. yes, they did. Cool. Um, that was absolutely worth it. Um. That that's that's like a whole new level of counter service within Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, really is. I would say, I, I my my oldest daughter is a huge fan of Be Our Guest because Beauty and the Beast is her absolute favorite mm-hmm. movie in the entire world. Um, <clears throat> it's better than Be Our Guest. Wow. Yeah, no, it's really good. I and I it think really they is. do a good job with um, with getting people through there too. Well, so. to can I ask you just to kind of wrap it up here? Yes, um, ma'am. For anybody who is looking to run Wine and Dine next year, or mm-hmm. even to go to Walt Disney World around the same time, do you have any? Do you have a tip to share with us um, mm. that you haven't shared yet? The the biggest tip I will ever give anyone, whether they're running or not, uh, on a Wine and Dine type of package, which I learned the hard way last year, don't ever go to Epcot on a Saturday night. Oh, God, no. That is a very good tip. Lord. Epcot Wine and Dine is off limits between 5 p.m. Friday 
and Sunday morning. Okay, give me your three words that describe that then. Epcot on a Saturday night on Wine and Dine. Give me three words. Mass, okay, mass of humanity. Wow. Peter. Oh, heck no. P- yeah, oh, heck no. Three <laughs> words. Okay, very good. Okay. Are they are yeah, they, they are, uh, unruly or is it just too many? Um, yes. Uh, yes, a little of both. Because I've been there on New Year's Eve, and <laughs> my wife and I had an okay experience, but we left there thinking, yeah, that really wasn't what we paid for. You know? Like, we didn't bargain for that. The size Chris, of people me, and how they were behaving. Let me put it to you this way, Chris. Last year when I did go, um, I had come in through the International Gateway. So you're right there, you know, uh, at the United Kingdom and, and stuff. And... Of course, I looked, you know, to my left and to my right. It, you can't really see over the bridge too well, you know, to see what's over in France. But I looked down to my left, and there's just all I'm seeing is heads, mm-hmm. because everybody is so close together. That's really all you can see of them. Wow. So I managed to kind of squish my way through at that time, and um, at the Rosen Crown, they actually had extra security there. In wow. the United Kingdom last year, because people, you know, I mean, they're selling beer out on the streets. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm sure agitation was high and everything too. Yeah, I mean, th- there was probably an extra 10, 12 security officers, um, you know, right there around Rosen Crown last year when I was walking. And you could visibly see, I mean, there was just, there was just people stumbling around. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they'd been they they'd passed their three sheets to the wind about two sheets ago. Wow! <laughs> wow. Um, good description. Yeah. That's a good description. Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> well, you know, thank you so much, Tony, for coming on and sharing sure. with us. We really appreciate it. this. is really descriptive, and I'm sure that anybody who is looking to go go around that time will get a lot of good information. And I just love listening to trip reports also but if anybody wanted to get in touch with you if anybody had any questions about anything they heard on the show today um how can they get a hold of you well let's see i will say i am not a huge social media person do not have instagram do not have snapchat twitter none of that stuff i have facebook that's about it okay (laughs) um and so i mean um i i think i think I think my security is such that someone could message me. I don't think I have it set up that strict that they could message me um, on, on Facebook. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm also a member of of the EdCot and, and stuff. So perfect. Um, I'm in that group. Um, so yeah, I mean, hey, hey you mentioned Tony, uh, your running group. You know, please, uh, what's what's the running team you're part of? It's the BOGP Lizards. Gotcha. And Stacy's part of the same lizard running yep. team as well too. Yep. Oh, yeah. I believe it or not, I'm part of that running team as well, too, uh-huh. though getting the first step is going to be the hardest, but I'm part of that group as well, too. So, um, When did you join our fine lizards Oh, family? man. Uh, Mike Bankhead. You're probably one of the original uh, lizards, uh, aren't you? A long time ago, Mike Bankhead, uh, and I remember the words, he, uh, he greeted me and said, look, we have a looper, and I still listen to the Resort Loop podcast. And <laughs> oh, I do, too. I love th- it. That was years ago, so... I'm kind of running by watching, if that makes sense, <laughs> from the side. Vicariously. Vicariously through all of you runners. I'm I run by proxy. It, it's not working. I'm gaining weight, so it's not working right now. I just want you to know. 
And that the lizards on the check the roster, uh, you know, on that on that Google Doc. Yes. And see if I can find Malik's name on there. The lizards is actually where I met Chris to begin with. Like I put out a shout to see who else lived in Chicago, and he's like, I do. And then we found lots of little connections in between there. So this is number. Yeah. (laughs) And then I told I I said no. I asked my wife, didn't you go to school with a she goes, yeah, she's really cre- no, she's no, she's a sweetheart. So stop it. No, 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 she's a sweetheart. Deny, deny, deny. Just, just yeah. dismiss it. Dismiss it. All right, reject, reject. All right, guys. Tony, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks right. for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Stacy, I don't want to do the sign off. You do the sign off today, right? Oh goodness, I was like all excited that you were taking no, over. No, no, you. <laughs> all right, so. For Chris, for Pete, for Tony. Um, thank you all so much for listening and have a great day. Bye, everyone. See you, everybody. See Bye, you. guys. <laughs>